Closer Look is a public affairs presentation. Views and opinions of the guests don't always reflect the views of the ministry, and some topics aren't suitable for children. K-Love is committed to community. Closer Look continues with a look at local agencies, events, and issues. Good evening, everyone. It's time again for another Closer Look. I'm your host, Dan Beck. Our guest today is Kelvin Strozier, and he is site director at East Point High School for the Rise Up program. Thank you for joining us on Closer Look. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to meet with me today. For people who have not heard about the Rise Up program, tell us what it's all about. Well, the Rise Up program is a program that's designed to help students who, um, who want to either recover credits or accelerate their learning, primarily an online program so that it's able to be uh, utilized, whether it's in one of our learning centers or um, whether the student wants to work at home. So it definitely provides a lot of flexibility for our students. Well, that's great because life happens to all of us and maybe they have had their high school education interrupted a little bit and so they can get right back into the groove of things through the RISE program. Yes, indeed. That is absolutely uh, what we're here for. You know, I, I felt like this was the solution to the problem that students have been having, you know, as far as not being able to finish credits or uh, not be able to complete their education like last year. We have the solution, you know, where they can do the work online and we're actually built for that, you know, to help them to navigate through these challenges online while we're here to support them as they do it. Well, we are living in a day where there's a few challenges out there, so I'm glad you're around. Is this a new program, or has it been in existence for a while? Well, this program has been around for for quite some time. East Point has been around for several years, and we currently have two locations in Phoenix area where they have been uh, operating for quite a few years as well. We do have one location already established here in Tucson that has been operating for about one year. As this coming year approaches, we're going to be opening up a new site in the downtown Tucson area at the YMCA downtown, and that's the one I'll be heading up. And is this a program that is led by, let's say, teachers, administrators, educators, or is it more an independent study for the students? Well, it's kind of a combination of the two. Um, The way our program works is we examine the students' transcripts when they come on board with us. We use that information to determine what classes the students need. After that, then we meet with each student and determine what their educational goals are. And once that's done, we develop what we call an individualized education plan for them. And this lays out what the expectations are for those students to reach the goals that they're trying to reach in the time that they're trying to reach them. So it's our responsibility as the site director slash mentors, because we carry both roles, to hold them accountable to the plan and keep them motivated throughout the process. We're not counselors by any means, but we definitely try to provide a listening ear for our students and kind of help them navigate through the challenges that they may be facing as young teens or older teens and uh, try to provide them with strategies to help minimize their distractions and keep them focused on their goals. So it's kind of self-directed for the students, but we offer, offer a lot of support for them as well. Well, I know in high school, I needed a lot because I didn't really 
know what I was going to do. Like when my peers would say, well, what are you going to be when you grow up? I had no clue because I was 16, 17, 15. I was just having fun being a kid. And some of the students are very career oriented. They're focused and they will know what they want to do when they graduate or what their major is going to be in college. And I always felt a little inferior to those kids because they seem to have it all together. Can you give direction to these students and maybe focus on some of the things that they want to pursue after high school? Yeah, you know, I can, I can actually relate to what you just said there because when I was in high school, someone asked me what I wanted to do with my future. The first thing I mentioned was football. First and only thing was football. Then I broke my ankle when I was in high school, and that was it for my football career. <laughs> so um, that's one of the strategies that we try to use is, is to have a conversation with the kids and find out what they're interested in because a lot of our kids want to be rappers and a lot of them want to be athletes and those types of things. And we never try to discourage them from trying to pursue their dream, but we, what we do want to do is make sure they have a career that they can fall back on should those things not come to fruition. So we spend a lot of time talking to them throughout the educational process over the, the time that we have them, you know, to kind of get their mind focused in a direction. Some may not have school on their radar at the beginning of the process, but then at the end, they may understand that higher education is something for them and, and we can help them pursue that as well. We do try to build partnerships with different organizations that help with vocational training as well. You know, unfortunately, through, throughout the COVID situation, we have had some issues getting together with the people that we would normally meet with to kind of build those relationships. So hopefully sometime after things start to calm down, we can begin to build those partnerships once again. Are you finding that some of these students have been out of the learning process or the learning curve for a while and they take a little bit to get reacclimated into that school mentality? You know, 100%. It's going to be a challenge. I mean, there's, there's no way around it. Kids have been spending just a lot of time lounging, chilling, playing video games, and just kind of doing what they want to do. But you know what? I, I, I found in my years, I've been in education for just about 20 years, and what I found is that students adapt quickly. You know what I mean? So I, I think that the two weeks of consistency when they come back will quickly get them back in gear, you know, and, and it's definitely going to take some patience on our part and it's going to take some relentless pursuit on them to, uh, to get them motivated to get back on track. But I think with those things, we can definitely get them going. Where did the name come from? The name is Rise Up. And how did you decide that that was going to be the program? Well, we want to keep it keep everything framed in a positive frame, you know, and, and what, what I'm thinking of is when students sometimes get behind in their credits, they want to give up and quit. The whole idea behind the term rise up is we want to take them, whether they come in on level or whether they have gotten behind on their credits, we want to rise them up from where they are right now. You know, we want to take them higher than where they currently are. So if they want to recover credits, we're rising them up from where they were to where they need to be. And if they want to accelerate their learning, we're rising them up from where they are to where they're trying to get to. So you can take someone who is a very driven student who wants to finish early or get to a college career or maybe a technical school or get into a specialty right away. You can take them and accelerate their learning curve to where they graduate ahead of their peers. 
Absolutely, 100%. Depending on how hard students want to put in the work will determine how fast they can complete our program. And that's part of what we go through in our questioning of the students and our conversations with the students as they come on board with us. Um, what do you want to do? Do you want to do you want to accelerate and get out and get into the real world? Do you want to accelerate and get out and go to your next level of education? What do you want to do? And then we devise a plan for them based on that information to help them achieve the goal that they have uh, expressed to us. If you're just joining us today on Closer Look, we're talking with Kelvin Strozier. He is site director at East Point High School for the Rise Up program. I'm Dan Beck. Well, if parents are listening right now or a student is listening and they're thinking, that sounds just like what I want to do. I need some help or I need to accelerate my education. How do they get in touch with you and become part of this program? They can contact me on my cell phone, 520-940-0073. They can also uh, email me and that would work as well. And uh, kstrozier.com at eastpoinths.net, or they can also go on to our website, eastpoinths.com, and they can uh, fill out the interest form there, and then that will come to me, and then we get them set up with the uh, registration packet. So th- those are the three ways that we can get them going. Are you getting feedback from educators about students who have completed the Rise Up program and what they're saying and doing? The feedback we've gotten has been primarily from parents and students, not so much from educators. The feedback from, that we've received, we just recently had our graduation from our east side location. I had the privilege of uh, listening to parents and students sharing the benefits of the program. And many of them said terms like uh, they may not have even finished school had it not been for this program. Um, that was able to cater to them as they worked or some may have had children. The flexibility of this program is what allowed them to to have the impetus to complete their education. And I thought that was case in point for why we exist. Well, I know the numbers agree that if you don't finish high school and get your diploma, there are a lot of barriers and things to overcome to making a successful life and your potential for earning is a lot less. So it's great that you have this program in place and are able to help students achieve those goals and those dreams. And the parents probably like it too, don't they? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They, they really, I have one student who his brother was doing so well he decided he wanted to come because his mom was talking to him about the program. And now I'm about to get him going because he realized what he was dealing with in a traditional setting just wasn't for him. And I, and I hear stories like that all the time, you know, and parents are, are so ready for something different for their kids, something where they can be successful. And it's in a, it's in a way that works for them. We're not trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. We're customizing an educational program for the student to fit in for themselves. You know what I mean when I say that? Even in my experience in high school and college, there were times when if I was taught in a different way, I may understand the subject matter much easier if it was presented in a way that I could relate. So you may not be the one-size-fits-all model, but you are able to be flexible and direct your learning programs into a way that the students can take advantage of better. 
You nailed it. That is exactly what we're all about. We want to make sure that the students have a say in how they learn because they know best how they learn. And rather than trying to fit them into a program, we design a program around them. And then as directors and as mentors, we help them manage their high school career. That's that's kind of the way we look at it. Are you able to take all subject matter, math, science, engineering, chemistry, all the different subjects that these students need and teach them effectively in the Rise Up program? We teach all the required curriculum by the state standards, all the sciences that they need, all the mathematics that they need, all the English that they need, and all the social studies that they need. And we also offer a a large variety of online electives that they can uh, participate in as well. And what about if a student is looking at a career, let's say, in the military, and they're thinking, well, I want to I want to take classes that will help me in my military career. Do you have anything that kind of has a learning track in that direction? What we often do is uh, we make partnerships with people like the Army, different colleges, and we bring them in to kind of talk to the students about what it would take to join the armed forces and become what they want to be in that department. But as far as developing a track that, that leads them to the military, no, we don't have anything at this point that does that. How is the Rise Up program funded? We're basically a state-operated school, so we're funded from the state just like any other district school would be. The only difference is as a charter school, we're just independent operators of an educational system is all it is. So we're, we're a public school. We're not private, so we don't require any costs or any payments from parents at all. It's just we're funded from the state. Kelvin Strozier is our guest today on Closer Look, and he is site director at East Point High School for the Rise Up program here in the Tucson area. I'm Dan Beck. Well, how do parents get involved? Do you have room for maybe people to volunteer some time, or let's say they have a career that they could help in educating the students in? Do you have room for those kind of volunteers? Absolutely. We, we often have career days where parents can come in and share what they do and, and ex- express to the students what it would take to get into those fields. And those go pretty successfully. Again, this is my uh, first year here. So, I mean, if we have not had anything like that prior to now, we're definitely looking into making more opportunity for that. Because this is a student-directed type of a school we're in our learning centers, students come when it's convenient for them. Like, say, for example, if they have to work, then they come like the second half of the day. So it kind of makes it a little bit challenging to have all the students here at the same time and have a parent here at that particular time to have a conversation. So we'd have to get creative on how we get the parents in here to do a career day, whether it be we do a staggered schedule or something of that nature that can, that can get them uh, more involved. Let's say a student has gone through the program and finished all their required studies and they're ready to graduate. How do you do the graduation or how do they make that transition from the Rise Up program into either the working world or going on to college? Well, we do uh, have partnerships with Pima College And so we we get representatives out here to talk to them about the process on what they would need to do to go from where they are to that next level. We also spend some time sharing with them if they wanted to go to a, not take the route to going through a community college, but going straight to a university. We would talk to them about those different aspects of what it like 
how you complete your FAFSA, how to meet your deadlines, how to plan. And, and along the way, throughout their educational career with us, we're having these conversations all, all along in the first place. Once they've expressed to us in our conversation, once they come on board, um, that they do have college on, on their track, then we begin to talk to them about what it's going to take. So they're making preparations all throughout their ed- educational career with us so that when they're done, they know how to just transition straight from where we are to where they're trying to go. When it comes to the vocational side of things, we do talk to them about life skills and that type of stuff and, and how to go out, go about and make yourself marketable in the job market. Like I said, we're, we were working with some vocational training centers. We are trying to get some partnerships developed with them. But just with this COVID, it's been very difficult. It's been limiting our access to those people and how we can get them in to talk to our students. So we're working on some things. And once COVID lets up a little bit, hopefully we'll be able to have more interaction and get some more assistance for our kids vocationally. Well, you're not alone. The pandemic has really affected just about every part of our lives and the way we do business, the way we spend our leisure time. What are the students saying when they come in and they find out what you have to offer and the learning process that they can go through that's different from the traditional classroom? What are they saying and what has been the performance for the students? They get excited. They have a renewed hope. And then reality hits sometimes, you know, and, and they realize that they they have the plan, but they also have to do the work. Oh, we <laughs> have so, to work? <laughs> yeah, that's where we come in. You know, we have to continue to remind them, okay, it's been a couple of days. I haven't seen any activity. Let's get moving. You know, and so that they're like, oh, oh okay, 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 okay. <laughs> But we we have to stay in constant communication with the kids. But as a general rule, what we've seen is that the kids are so excited about an opportunity to finish and to finish early so they can get get on with the other part of their life. And is most of what they're doing, is it based on web access or do you have a lot of in-class, in-facility time? We have both available. Once everything opens back up, our learning center will be open so students will come in there and do the work. But if they don't have the option to come in because of shutdown and things like that, then yeah, they would have access to work from home. They would have to have web access for sure. You're listening to Closer Look. I'm Dan Beck. And my guest today is Kelvin Strozier with the Rise Up program at East Point High School. What does the future look like for Rise Up and programs like it? Because we're kind of seeing a lot of things diverging from the classic classroom education. Yeah, you know, honestly, we're not trying to take over the market for traditional education at all. I mean, our our goal is to stay within our niche, just trying to stay there and provide the education for the students who need us. You know, not every student can do online education. We're not for everybody. We're just trying to reach the students who do need us and help them as best we can. That's our focus. I do see perhaps that we are, because of COVID, the need for online education is definitely, definitely becoming a greater need for sure. And so in that respect, I think we're going to become more the rule than the exception. Kelvin, tell us a little bit about how you got to be a part of this program and what brought you to a position where you're working in the Rise Up program. Like I stated earlier, I've been in education for pretty close to 20 years. My background has always been 
from more of a service perspective to meet the needs of students. Because because I know that if students don't have their needs being met, then they can't perform in the school. So my philosophy has always been uh, reach out to the total child, you know, reach out to the total student. And so when I saw a program like Rise Up and I knew that that they cater to students who have a different need, it, it, it piqued my interest, you know. And so once I got in here and I started understanding how they help kids and how they are so student-centered and student-focused, I knew this was the place for me because I reach out to kids. I'm, I'm all about what's the best way that I can help this young person be all they can be. I, I really thrive and live for helping people change the the course of their life. And I think this is uh, the perfect spot for me to be able to do that for these young people. Well, it's really a good thing that you can help them at this point in their lives rather than, let's say, 10 years down the road when they're thinking, I'm in my late 20s and I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. I think that's a time when they can really be thankful that they had some focus in their late teens to be able to do what they're doing. So thank you for what you're doing. I know you're helping a lot of these students. Well, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to share about what we do and, and get the word out to these young people. I mean, I know that we can help them. We just got to find them. That's the, the challenge. And so one of the things I'm really most grateful for is that you provided me a platform to talk about what we do. And hopefully we'll get some students and some parents who are listening who will say to themselves, that is exactly what we need. And, and I'm looking forward to hearing back from these people. I'm not sure if we talked about the age range that we deal with. We, we deal with uh, students ages 16 to 21. So we do go beyond the uh, traditional school number or age range. Very, there's a very, very specific reason for that. There are students who may have um, just given up on school, and this is, this is their opportunity to get it right before they become that young adult who is wondering, what can I do with my life? And so we try to catch them before they reach that point. In fact, I have a story that I use with my, a lot of my students from a previous school that I worked at where a young lady came in and she was 24 years old and she was like, I'm ready to get it together. I'm ready to go uh, to the next level and finish my education. And I had to tell her, you know, you have surpassed the limits of what we can do to help you and try to rede- redirect her to a different location. But then you could see the deflation that came across her face when she realized she was too late. And I'm trying to catch kids before they realize it's too late. So you can accept students that are anywhere from 16 to 21 to get in that window and finish that high school education and go on to better things in their life. That's correct. Yep. Well, thanks again for joining us today on Closer Look. And let's get your website and phone number one more time so people can have that handy. All right. Sounds good. My phone number is 520-940-0073. The website is East Point HS, and East Point is spelled with an E at the end, eastpoinths.com. And you're dealing with young people, so you've got to be using social media of some kind. Do you have a Facebook page or Instagram, any of the other platforms? We do have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash HS. And again, it's eastpoint, E-A-S-T-P-O-I-N-T-E-H-S. We want to thank our guest, 
Kelvin Strozier with the Rise Up program at East Point High School for being our guest on Closer Look. If you have questions about the Rise Up program or any other topic we discuss on Closer Look, you can put your questions in an email and send it to closerlook at klove.com. That's closerlook at klove.com. For Closer Look, I'm Dan Beck. This has been Klove Closer Look. Find us online at klove.com.